0: Welcome, and thank you for joining us on this week's episode of 22 Motivational Minutes with Marlowe, where we connect and collaborate with experts in the industries, published authors, and fascinating people. As a chief inspirational officer, I'm focused on the development of people by unearthing their values, their talents, and their self-worth, otherwise known as that self-esteem factor. Because people matter, self-worth matters, time matters, and when it all aligns, everything works. And this week's episode, I'm just very excited to announce that we have Larry Boyer with us today and he is with a company called Success Rockets. Larry is a global executive with over 20 years experience partnering with business executives across divisions to help them anticipate and address complex challenges through big data and advanced analytics. Larry's work is focused on standing up new teams and transition existing teams to new business models and to lead change for companies, employees, um, through applying comprehensive understanding of business ecosystems, analytics, lifestyle, or life cycle, I should say, and then competencies needed from the data collection and data management. So you're gonna find um with Larry, this is just gonna be a really dynamic episode and I'm excited to um to have you today, Larry. So welcome to our podcast.
1: No thanks. I'm excited to be here. Absolutely.
0: Okay, so let's let's start out we've got to understand really at the core, you know, who you are and, um, and where you've gotten today in business. So give us just a little um, insight on your past so we can understand.
1: Sure. So I've had a kind of varied uh, past. I actually studied physics in, in college and then went on to study uh, economics and then later public policy. Um, I like to think of myself um, as a bit of a scientist, and, and by that I mean I'm curious about the world and, and how it works. And um, and in doing that, I, I like to study and observe everything that, that happens around. Um, I'm very interested in, in really what is actually happening as opposed to the way I think things should be. Um, so very fact-based in, in that sense. And, and I like to just put all of this together. And so in a lot of the work that I've, I've done throughout my career, I've, I've basically utilized all of those skills of information gathering um, observing, learning, and, and putting the pieces together to, to make links uh, across things. And so I've, I've applied that in, um, in building financial risk models, uh, trying to predict um, you know, how do we make decisions that affect future generations. And, and most recently I've started uh, becoming more interested in the fourth industrial revolution and what that means for all of us uh, as individuals Whether it's for our jobs, who we are as people, what does it mean for our society, uh, with all of the changes that are happening happening with uh, with technology lately?
0: Absolutely, yeah. So you call yourself a curious scientist, which I think is really fascinating. I mean, you do come from that really um, science background, but um, how did you how did you align that to like business and business management, and then connecting that? to um to what you do as as an executive and helping and you know partner with these other executives connect the dots for us. how do you take science to business
1: uh it it all i think links back to just understanding how how the world really works and so business is um, a a process and it's a system it's got its own ecosystem right we think about nature and maybe food chains and how the the food system works or the oxygen cycle and how we You know, we breathe out oxygen and breathe in oxygen and breathe out carbon dioxide. And businesses all behave very much similar to that. You know, businesses take things in. They're made up of different parts. And how do all of those parts all all work together? And and how is that changing? And how do they adapt to the environment around them? Um, Right, because our environment and the business environment is always changing, Um, you know, and that can be changed from, Um, just the way the economy is changing, um, politics change, and that changes the way the environment works. So how how does a business need to adapt? How do executives and leaders need to adapt uh, in order to be successful in that constantly changing environment?
0: Right, right. So you take that visionary approach and you help paint the picture, but you match it to data. And I think right there, that is such a powerful combustible Component for what you do and why it's so valuable. So, talk to us. What is the you know um, the industrial force revolution? Talk to us about that. Give us some insight.
1: Sure. So, um, what separates an industrial revolution from just a normal technological advance is the amount of technology change that's happening uh, and how much it's changing across many business sectors all at the same time. Um, so, if we go back. Um, before talking about the fourth industrial revolution to one of the earlier ones, right? The the invention of the steam engine, Um, right? The steam engine in and of itself was just a a simple invention, but it it didn't transform society all by itself. It wasn't until people said, well, I can take the steam engine and I can put it in a ship and I can now move goods and people faster by boat. I can take this steam engine and I can now invent a train, and we can build tracks that go across the United States and then transform um, the way that people travel across the country and then you know, ultimately around the world as well. So, it's one technological invention doesn't make for a revolution, but then how it's applied and moved across many business sectors. And so, we see a lot of that same thing just starting to happen today. So, um, you know, we see um, artificial intelligence is being talked a lot about now. Blockchain technology and cryptocurrencies is another one. Um, a lot of things happening in the health sector, um, like with the CRISPR and, and gene editing. So there's uh, many, many different technologies that are, are happening, and they're just starting to develop that that little seed to, to move them along. And then the question is, how will all of these technologies be applied across different business sectors, and even later combined, Um, together to form things that are new and and so this will become um, you know in the next 5, 10, 15 years something that just transforms the way that um, society exists in a way that we can't imagine today right if you imagine you know building the steam engine who would have thought that the entire United States would have been settled so quickly and the change that would have happened that it was just unimaginable and in the same way we can't imagine what our society will look like 10 or 15 years from now.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so this is the thing that I found fascinating too, Larry, is we've gotten to know each other. Well, you talk a lot about values, you know, how to adapt mm-hmm. and prepare to this complex modeling in which you somewhat just described. Can you take mm-hmm. us to that core word of values and how you reference it and apply it, and why does it matter? <laughs>
1: sure. So I, I see values... Um, You know, we can think about them as personal values or or corporate values as basically the rules by which we make our our decisions um, and their their priorities. Um, And so oftentimes we have what we think are our values, but we don't necessarily live according to them. And and so this is where the economist uh, me comes into play a little bit, right? We looked at what's something that's called um, revealed preferences, um, which is we actually observe your behavior, and, and see what your preferences actually are. So, um, you know, one example might be you might say that you um, like to have a healthy lifestyle, but you know, sometimes sometimes you don't. So, you know, just um, you know, we were just watching the Super Bowl, and you know, so you may maybe out eating unhealthy foods, you know, whether it's nachos, pizza, or whatever. And so the question is, is well, is health really your? priority value, or is there something else that's more important uh, to you that will trump that value um, whenever the occasion comes? Um, and so that might be fun, it might be social, it might be convenience. And so one of the things I like to look at with values is, okay, well, how do we make our actual decisions and what's really, truly important to us? And sometimes, you know, when, when you start to look at that, you say, okay, well, you know, I am actually making choices that are against what I said my values are. So I'm going to change my choices. Or you might say, well, I'm making decisions that are against my values, and maybe my value is really something different. And so I like to take a look at that and see and work with people and executives and say, well, what really truly is important to you?
0: Yeah, so prioritizing that decision process all right so what do you find learn I'm, I'm curious with your research that you you know you've mm-hmm. been doing this you've got that 360 um personal branding assessment that you take people through um mm-hmm. what do you witness i mean do you see that people are making change to their decisions or and, and staying on point with their value system talk to us about that i mean how's that happening
1: sure you know it, it's actually very interesting it varies quite a bit from from person to person so some find it very affirming and, and get more solidly in, into it. And, and others, um, when they start to see the, that they're not necessarily living according to their values, um, it gets them thinking more deeply. And I, I think that's really the important thing is that, um, you know, are, are you really thinking deeply enough about your, your value systems? Um, and I think it happens really you with know, people who are pushing themselves a lot more. Um, you know, if you're pushing yourself and learning and growing, um, you're going to find yourself pushing up against the edge of your your values all the time, um, and 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 I think that's a good thing, um, right? Whereas if you're not challenging yourself, um, you know it's it's fairly easy to stay in a a, a box, um, whatever that that value system you, you've defined is, right. um, but you're probably not growing as much.
0: Right? Yeah, and that's the thing, you know. And and you know we uh, we're both in the people business, right? People are are our mm-hmm. product. And that's the thing, as you describe that edge of values, you know, and, that, and pushing into that, you know, I, I've witnessed that as, as building and growing sales organizations. I take that, you know, talk about it as the maverick status, right? People at that really right. big, tall tipping point of, um, of pushing themselves towards that and how powerful that can be. And there's a lot that goes into that. Um, but, but you're right, thinking deeply, but aligning that to pushing yourself to that final um, tipping point. That's where it has to connect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so with that, though, there's a lot about managing expectations. There's stress, you know, prioritizing. Take us through, you know, your experience with those things and values and thinking deeply.
1: Sure. Well, I think, you know, once you've gotten clear on your values and and you practice them even on small things every day, when you get into those stressful situations, you actually know how to respond because um, it's been ingrained in you. It's in the top of your mind And it actually, I find, can reduce stress, and it can increase your confidence that you're actually doing the right thing, um, because you've kind of become practiced with it. It's kind of like having muscle memory with doing exercise. And so, when you know your values and you're really practicing them, and they're they're front of mind all the time, when you get into that difficult situation or that awkward situation, uh, you know, it it, it's really not so bad. Um, You know, it's when you're not clear yourself or you know you're not confident of it yourself that you run into a little bit more trouble
0: absolutely okay so this is that tipping point that you talk about and how you apply this comprehensive understanding um, to individuals right this is it's, right, it. all right. plays out together and um, and helping people understand because yeah you're essentially training them that when the, you know the worst happens or the impossible comes to light you you've got it you know how to respond and so you give them a level of peace that can align to the stress, and so your decisions, everything that you do together, combined, come out so much more powerful.
1: It does. It does.
0: Right. Right. Okay. So talk to us about this assessment um, when you take people through the personal break. Can you give us a taste of um, what, why you created that assessment and then what the end result is that people need to have?
1: Sure. Well, I, I created it um, I, I started just thinking through, well, how how have I gone through um, my own process to uh, get clear on on myself and what I want to do with with my own life, and um, and I, I ordered it through, and I, I I looked at myself a little bit like a business. Said, so, well, you know, this is how I work through with with businesses, and you know, businesses they usually start out with things like um, their values, their mission, vision, purpose. A lot of times, those are muddled. Um, and so I got very clear on, on what the distinction is between those four. And I decided that values because they're the decision-making process has to be the most fundamental um, part of it. Um, you know, it doesn't matter whether you have a great vision if you don't know what your priorities are, um, because you will always get distracted by whatever the latest shiny object is. And right? so it's all about decision-making processes. And so... That's really where I, I started with it and, and why I start with, with values as something that's probably the most fundamental thing that um, all of us should understand. I love it.
0: Okay, you've got a new book coming out too. How What an exciting year for you, 2018. August, yes. you are launching a book called Robot in the Next Cubicle. Talk to us about that book and what we can expect.
1: Sure. Uh, so, this is, you know, I, I was looking for something that, um, again, touches on. Um, business on personal development, um, technology, uh, so it's all all mixed in there. Um, the fundamental thing that I want people to understand after reading the book is, is that there's going to be lots of change. Um, you might hear things about how great it's going to be or how horrible it's going to be, and that we really have a lot of choice about how um, how all of this change is going to impact us, and. Fundamental to be able, being able to do that is understanding what change is actually coming. Um, you know, so artificial intelligence, um, you know, is a hot topic these days. Um, right, and a lot of people are talking about, well, is it going to create more jobs than it, it takes away? Is it just going to mean the end of end of jobs for everybody? Um, yeah, you know, and, and that's really not the right question to be thinking about. It's not a an all or nothing game. What's really going to happen is things are going to change. And the question is is how does that how is that change going to impact you personally? Right? It doesn't matter whether a million jobs are going to be created and only five hundred taken away. If you're the one who's losing a job and you can't get one of those million new jobs, that's important to you. Mm. And so that's what I want people to understand is stop thinking about these big picture things that really aren't your concern. Um, yeah. you know, leave that up to the president of the United States. He can worry about the <laughs> Right. the macro economy, <laughs> right,
0: right.
1: You, have, you, have, you have to understand the environment that you're working in. Um, and this is where I, so I start through and just outline the kinds of things that somebody has to watch out for. So we start out with um, the industrial revolutions in the past and say, well, here's what, what happened. Um, you know, we like to think, well, you, know, the, you got through the industrial revolution and we're better off, so it's a good thing. It's like, well, yes, but if you lived through it, um, it was not a, a very pleasant time. Um, right. If you were a, a skilled craftsman, and then all of your work was replaced by machines, you had nothing to do. If you were somebody who was an apprentice during that time, you spent years training to develop the skill that was now suddenly useless. Now, what do you do? Mm. Um, right. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's a very difficult question. Right? Um, even just as a personal sense, well, who who am I now?
0: Right. Um, right. And, and um, a lot of
1: us are going to be a- asking that.
0: Well, that's the thing. And, and, and that's what I find too, you know, that personal brand um, it's becoming mm-hmm. more and more apparent that um, mm-hmm. we're being shown, even if we're in an organization or a large corporation, each one of us independently operating through that personal brand, those values, mm-hmm. the, that talent, that self, how all that aligns um, really has a huge impact. And you're absolutely right. You're taking it to that micro level down to that independent person and saying, look, you know change is choice. how are you going to choose going through the change so you become and are highly effective
1: exactly you know and and you need to take care of yourself, your family right this is where again values come in you know if 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 it's not important to you to be adjusting you know maybe it's important to you that you know your family your your children are are taken care of and and that's what you know, makes the the wake up call for you to say, okay, well, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do something that I'm a little bit uncomfortable with and, and learn about this.
0: Right. Right. That's that risk factor. That's what I write about, Larry. <laughs> I do <don't laughs> that scary part, that uh, confidence risk and, you know, all the, the fun, yeah. um, but you're absolutely right. And, Um, but there's a level of peace, believe it or not, that can go with it. Um, And I really am Mm -hmm. about that. You know, people, they, like I said, they matter and we don't have to kill ourselves getting to the other side. Right. I mean, yeah, it can be a little bit of a challenge, but embrace it, embrace it in a way that it will serve um, in so many ways and, and be quite powerful. Okay. So um, tell us, how can we find you? Um, Do you have a website? Give us a little bit of um, information on Larry directly so we can find you.
1: Sure. Well, I'm I'm generally very easy to find if you even just Google me, Um, but you can find my my website is successrockets.com with an S. Um, You can find me there. I also have a group on Facebook where I talk about a lot of this. Uh, You can find that. I have a a direct link there. It's uh, futureproofingyou.com. You can just type that in and and go and and join in the, the group there and discussion about that and and you can find my book it's on on amazon and barnes and noble already for for pre-order
0: excellent very exciting oh my goodness so i i know people listening to this episode larry are really um you know leaning in because what you're talking about about you know science and business and um you know just the overall value and how it aligns is very very powerful and and you're absolutely right things are changing but it doesn't have to be scary i think um it's just embracing it in a very powerful way like you have so nicely aligned and shown us. Mm-hmm. So to learn more about Larry Boyer, you can visit our website at marlohiggins.com, where you can learn how to obtain Larry's book, connect to Larry's resources, and then add him to your circle of influence. Larry, what a delight! thank you for being with us today on this episode.
1: Oh, well, thank you very much.
0: Absolutely. So thank you for joining us, and we invite you to share this podcast with others, and thank you in advance for that partnership. This is Marlo Higgins, your coach and host and chief inspirational officer. Thank you very much, and have a great rest of your day.
1: Thank you.